hey, 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 how's it going, everybody? It's your boy Tyrell on the No Huddle Podcast, episode number one. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. The NFL has kicked off tonight, Thursday night football with the Packers and the Bears. It was a very, very, very defensive heavy game, I must say. The Bears defense looked great, shutting down the Packers for the most part of the game. But like Rodgers does, Rodgers did. Rodgers came out with the victory but not in a pretty fashion like normally Rodgers does. Not in a thrilling fashion normally like Rodgers does. This was one of the ugly slugouts, if you will. So we'll start with this game. We'll start with this game. Uh, The pack really didn't wow me tonight. The offense looked very uh, out of sync. It didn't look like it had much time into it. And a big deal was made over the offseason of Rodgers saying he really doesn't like the preseason, doesn't really... You know, need need the preseason games, anything like that. And he, he's pretty much his own coach. He doesn't even need the uh, what's his name, uh, Matt uh, Lafleur, to call call audibles. So uh, let's jump right into it. So the pack won 10-3 tonight. Um, wasn't very very mystifying. The, the the Bears held them to negative 10 yards in the first quarter, I believe, or first half, I believe. So it was a lot of sack, sack heavy, heavy game. Um, the free agent and uh, rookie signings that the pack made over over the offseason really didn't wow me. Preston Smith didn't stand out. Uh, the rookie receivers or the young receivers didn't stand out. Um, I kept looking for Devontae Adams to, to flash, and it didn't. So I guess the timing was off in the offense. Uh, but for the Bears, the same thing can be said. But this Montgomery kid can be something special for the Bears. He can. Uh, the Bears just chose not to give him the ball. I believe he had six carries on the night. But uh, he can be something special. With him and Cohen, that is one double lightning combo, if you will. So let's just get into it a little bit. I want to talk about uh, just Rodgers and, and not looking really strong tonight. He, he, uh, he, he just didn't look, look ready. Um, sitting out the preseason, not uh, on his own or trying to hold out or anything like that, but just sitting out in the preseason, not getting those reps in with the first team, doing those critical game situations where it's really in the preseason you could say they're not live, but they're live bullets. They're they're coming at you. There's guys on the other side of the ball trying to make a name for themselves. They need a job too. They have to feed their families. So if you wait till the season starts to want to, uh, all right, guys, let's. I can just turn it on. It doesn't work like that. LeBron showed you that. It doesn't work like that. There's no just, I can turn it on. You have to get ready for the season. I, I see a lot of NFL uh, former players. Some say they didn't need the preseason. Some say you, you absolutely do need the preseason. But I do uh, wholeheartedly believe that the quarterback needs the preseason. Uh, you can use Brady as an outlier because Brady is an outlier. There, You can't. There's nothing you can compare Brady to, but there's something you can compare Rodgers to. Um, you, I think you can compare him to Phillip Rivers. You can compare him to Drew Brees. You can compare him to a, the top five elite guys, Ben Roethlisberger. But you can't compare him to Brady because Brady is the outlier in the, the rings show for it. Um, Rodgers just, uh, the talent isn't enough in this league. And he, after so many years in this league, you know the talent isn't enough. So we're going to move on. We're going to move on. We're going to run down the games up for slate this weekend. Uh, Sunday is a, is, a, is a blessed holiday for us. Uh, so 
First up, I say we got the LA Rams versus Carolina. Uh, this is going to be a good matchup. Uh, two two well-run defensive teams. Uh, LA has a, a, a explosive offense. I, I mean explosive. They Cooks, Cup, Gurley. They can just explode for yards and points. So, uh, not knowing if Cam's going to play or even be 100% to play, uh, I have LA in that in that matchup. Tennessee versus Cleveland. Now, everybody's excited to see the new Cleveland new look offense with all the the fancy toys, the fancy everything. Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, you got Nick Chubb, you got uh, David Njoku, you got Baker Mayfield. Defense got Miles Garrett and you got Olivier Vernon on the other side. Christian Kirksey in the middle. You know it's a uh, it's going to be quite the the game, I believe. I believe Mike Rabel is going to be able to outcoach Freddie Kitchens. I believe Mike Rabel will get the most out of his defense. To you can't stop uh, Odell. Now, I, I don't even know if he's going to play. It's not guaranteed that he's going to play yet, but you can't stop Odell, but you can slow him down. You can't stop Jarvis, but you can slow him down. Uh, it's yet to be seen if you can stop Nick Chubb. Uh, I'm sure you can. Uh, it's his second year in the league. Everybody has that wall or that slow point. Um, Kareem Hunt obviously is suspended for the first eight games, but uh, I give Tennessee the slight edge because uh, of coach. Not saying that Mike Vrabel, Vrabel is an offensive guru, which he is not. He's a defensive-minded coach. Um, but I believe that defense will, will stiffen it and put some shackles on that Browns offense. Now, the converse can be said about the, the Titans offense is uh, can Mariota get it moving? Um, he's dynamic with his legs. He has a, a very, very, very talented receiver in Corey Davis there. Um, Delaney Walker's there. And then you have the, 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 the Mack truck back there, Derrick Henry. You know, you just never know when he's going to rattle off 99 yards in one run. You know, so I have Tennessee having a slight edge, and that may be a little controversial, but that's what I'm here for, to stir controversy. Then we have Kansas City versus Jacksonville. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Ramsey. This is a matchup. Uh... Shady McCoy is back there, but I believe he was getting uh, limited reps for Kansas City. Tyreek Hill. Um, there was a lot said by Jalen Ramsey about Tyreek Hill. You know, a few uh, was I believe it was last year. He's he's made the Pro Bowl as a return man. I've made the Pro Bowl as a cornerback. So uh, or All Pro or whatever you want to call it. He has a designation that he doesn't feel that Tyreek Hill is a legitimate threat as a wide receiver. But uh. That's not the only matchup in the game that I'm looking for. I'm looking for uh, Kelsey to get out and Miles Jack to be all over it. Um, like I said, Shady and Damian Williams, uh, Sammy Watkins. Um, we're going to see what the other side does. Colvin, we're going to see what he does. Uh, but the, the Jaguars have a formidable pass rush, and they don't. They absolutely don't have to blitz. Now, Patrick Mahomes is, is quite the Houdini, if you will, in the backfield escaping no look passes he's quite the showman but uh there's tape there's film and that can be said and that can change a whole lot about a player after there's uh patterns there's uh, a book on you so we'll look to see i have kansas city winning that game i don't think it's going to be a a a close game by any means of the uh, imagination but i have kansas city winning 
about maybe 20, 21 points. Um, next up, we have Baltimore and Miami. Baltimore and Miami is an interesting matchup because Miami is the trash team of the NFL. They are tanking for Tua. I don't care what the coach says. I don't care what the GM don't. I don't care what anyone says. Players, they just got rid of Kenny Steels, who was probably their best receiver. They just got rid of their blind side protection. They got rid of their bulletproof vest. You, 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 you get what I'm saying if you're picking up what I'm putting down. So, in return, they got two first-round picks and a second. Now, that first-round pick, if they are tanking for Tua, the first pick would be them, and they would be getting uh, Tua Tagovailoa. And with that second-round pick, or that second first-round pick, I can imagine them going to get that left tackle from Stanford. So, um, replacement parts or, or whatnot. Um, or, second, first-round pick, Jerry Judy. Pair the receiver with the quarterback. So, we'll see how it shakes up at the end of the season. We'll hope we'll be uh, good into our episodes by then. So, but, I have Baltimore absolutely demolishing um, Miami. On the off chance that something happens to Lamar Jackson. But then they have RG3 stepping in. And RG3 is by far a serviceable backup. If we all remember what his dynamic rookie season looked like in 2012 before he got derailed by uh, a knee injury. And, uh, you know, RG3 is more than capable of running a team um, for at least a couple of games or a game or so. But the dynamic wide receiver down there, um, Brown, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, whatever you want to call him, he is fast. And he's going to put the burners on Miami's defense. Now, Miami does have an outstanding cornerback, but is that going to be enough? Because Mark Ingram is pounding a rock back there in the backfield. So, we'll see. And Baltimore's defense is no slouch. They are notoriously known for being able to uh, produce a defense. Uh, So, next up, we got Atlanta at Minnesota. Or Atlanta versus Minnesota. Uh... Minnesota didn't look good in this preseason. I must say to you guys, they did. Kirk Cousins didn't look sharp. They just added Josh Doxson, who was uh, a bust after they just got rid of their bust of a first-round draft pick in Saquon Treadwell. But we'll see. I have Atlanta winning that game, not handedly, but a good slugfest. Um, Devontae Freeman is going to be back in the backfield. No word on whether Julio Jones is going to play. Last I read, last I heard, he was going to hold out. He's not going to play with him. He is injured. I'm not sure what the uh, what the injury is, but he is injured, and he's he's adamant of not playing while injured without a new contract. So we'll see how that plays out. Dalvin Cook is back for Minnesota. He had a big run in the preseason, um, but I don't know if that's going to be enough to beat Atlanta. Atlanta, those guys are pretty. Uh, Sanu's pretty good. Uh, Ridley's pretty good. Hooper's pretty good. Their offense kind of moves well as long as uh, Matty Ice is back there. Um, the defense. What can I say? They got corners, they got safeties, they got linebackers. The only question is, is the pass rush with Big Beasley really going to, you know, be able to shake up Kirk Cousins? Because Kirk can put up numbers. Next up, we got Buffalo versus the Jets. Sam Donald versus Josh Allen. This is a good game. It might not seem like it right now. Ten years from now, this is this is the game. All right. Josh Allen coming off of his uh, up and down rookie season and uh, Sam Donald same thing. Sam Donald got a new toy in the backfield. That just so happens to what I be- happens to be who I believe is the, the best back in football. Quote me on that. Quote me on that. The best back in football. Le'Veon Bell. 
Uh, he is a wide receiver. He's a running back. He is a pass protector. He is everything you can want. And he is magnificent at it. Um, they got outstanding receivers there. They added Jameson Crowder in the offseason. Um, but and jo- and, uh, Sam Donald, excuse me, is um, quite the prospect. Was quite the prospect at quarterback. A lot of people believe he should have been the number one overall pick in the draft. Had a had a had an up and down season as a rookie, but shows real real promise in the in the preseason. Josh Allen on the other side lost Shady McCoy. Uh, you know he has some good young wide receivers there, Zay Jones. So we'll see. But that defense up in Buffalo is just like that winner up in Buffalo. They're cold. So we're gonna see how this game shakes up. Next up, we have a, a NFC East showdown. We have the Washington Redskins versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this game is interesting. This game is one of the more interesting games because this game and one of the next following games, Dallas versus Giants, are two games that can shape who comes out of that division. Um, Washington and Philly have an interesting matchup because Philly is slated to be the, 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 the cream of the division. Um, they have the most talent on their team. They amassed the most talent. And they just come off a Super Bowl victory uh, two years ago. So they, they're riding the high for us, you know, with, with big, bad Philadelphia. Uh, Washington, on the other hand, going through things with their left tackle. Trent Williams is not reported to, to the team yet. There are reports that he may report soon. We don't know the specifics on why. There's about a lot of speculation on it. It's uh, due to the medical staff, wanting a new contract, just a bunch of things. But we do know Trent is the anchor of that Hawks 2.0 line. And when that offensive line is healthy, coherent, they are quite dominant. Um, evidenced by Alex Smith. If you watched the Redskins play last season, Alex Smith struggled mightily. But they were able to rattle off six wins before he got hurt. So they were 6-3 and three before Alex Smith got hurt. They beat the Cowboys before Alex Smith got hurt. So that offensive line really does make a difference, but that's neither here nor there. Um, they got a young running back in Geis. Geis coming off the ACL injury, uh, but he is he was projected to be the best all-around runner in last year's uh, draft. Um, although a lot of people say Saquon Barkley was the most talented running back in that draft, uh, a lot of pundits would say uh, Geis was the best runner, pure running back, runner of the football that draft and he is coming with the vengeance if you uh, got to catch any Redskins preseason games the one that he did play in um, to make sure he was healthy he runs angry Keon O'Neill knows that um, he runs very angry um, so he's going to be starting another thing is the receiver position is an influx they have Terry McLaurin starting they just got rid of Josh Doxson who's that ex receiver I believe um, Paul Richardson has a quad injury I don't know he, he's more of a speed guy you know, speed guys and, and, and soft tissue injuries don't don't mix. It's like oil and water. Um, Case Keenum behind the line didn't look sharp in the preseason, but that defense does look hungry and ready to eat. Um, John Bostic is just is, is something to see. Uh, and those boys in the front, they, I believe they call it the Alabama Wall uh, in uh, Payne and Allen. And then you have Matthew Ioannidis from Temple. They, they are a force to be reckoned with. And one of the most underrated pass rushers in the NFL, Ryan Kerrigan, 
he is the showstopper. He's coming to get Carson Wentz. And you can look back on the film, previous games, Ryan Kerrigan never lets down um, versus Philly. He has touchdowns, first Philly interceptions, sacks, forced fumbles. He shows up for Philadelphia. And then on the other side, you have the dynamic rookie, speed rusher, like track speed. I mean, fast, Montez Sweat. You know, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, six, 260 pounds, and run a 4'4", 40. He's coming to get you. Uh, in the back end, you got Josh Norman. Some say he may have fell off since his all-pro season. Uh, they got uh, Quentin Dunbar starting on the other side. But an interesting thing to watch for this game, Nelson Aguilar versus Jimmy Moreland. Uh, they call Jimmy the, the people's corner. Uh, you know, come, He comes from a very small school in James Madison. Um, shined in the East-West Shrine game and did not get a, con- a combine, combine invite. But uh, we'll see how he matches up against Nelson Aguilar. I'm sure the Redskins are anticipating deep balls to Deshaun Jackson. He gets up for whenever he plays a former team. Um, Nobody knows if Alshon Jeffrey is going to be um, 100% to go for this game. But we we do expect him to play. Um, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, those are two dynamic playmaking tight ends. And that's probably where Carson Wentz is going to go to the ball to build, go with the ball to build his confidence up for this game. He's coming from a back injury back, you know, from last year. So we'll see how this plays out. But it's an interesting game. I don't see it being uh, a blowout. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Redskins got up and won this game and then lost their next six. And I wouldn't be surprised if Philly won this game and lost their next one either. It's just this is a division game and it's, it's needed early to set the tone for this division. Next, we got uh, Indianapolis versus L.A. We all know uh, Andrew Luck retired. I don't have to spend much time on this game. The Chargers are going to eat up on Indianapolis. Point blank. Cincinnati versus Seattle. Russell Wilson just got his buddy. Well, not his buddy, but a buddy on defense. Jadavion Clowney is in Seattle. And it's going to be quite quite the game. Um, A.J. Green injured out. So, uh, the fast kid that, that, uh, from Washington on Cincinnati, he, he's not, he hasn't panned out to where he was supposed to be. He's just track speed. Seattle lost Doug Baldwin over the offseason, but they gained DJ Metcalf. So, we'll see how the, the big stud old Miss wide receiver plays out. You know, Seattle's defense, they still have Bobby Wagner. They still have pieces in place to be great. They're not the Legion of Boom anymore, but they are still formidable, and they're probably going to win this division. You have Detroit versus Arizona. I feel bad for Kyler Murray. I honestly do. There's no way this young man should be subjected to this kind of punishment early in the season. Now, I would, early in his career, I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona pulled this one out. Detroit isn't a good football team. Matt Patricia coming from the Belichick tree it's going to take away what you do well that's the mantra Belichick preaches and his assistants learn from that the one thing we do know that the Cardinals are going to do well is run Kyler Murray around in circles run him around run him in RPOs run him in uh, play action he's going to run around but that offensive line is so god awful. 
it's, I don't know what they're going to do with this. It's just horrible. So we'll see how that plays out. But I'm expecting Detroit to win that game. Next up, another game I was talking about. NFC East Showdown. New York Giants versus the Cowboys. Now, I believe the Cowboys are going to win this game. Uh, they got Zeke back on a big uh, big deal, $50 million guarantee, over like a $103 million total. But I don't believe that's the issue. I don't believe that's what's, what's going to make Dallas move. Um, Amari Cooper is what makes Dallas move. Zeke has been there. Everybody knows what Zeke is. Zeke is the, the hammer that hits the nail. But Amari and Dax connection, that's what's special. People don't realize that Amari was a pro bowler with Derek Carr. Amari slowed down, Derek Carr slowed down. Amari slows down in Dallas, Dak will slow down. You can't score in the NFL now effectively with just running the ball. It won't happen. You will lose your games. Play Kansas City and think you're going to play run the ball with Zeke. You'll be dead by halftime. So, I fully believe Randall Cobb, you know, Michael Gallup, all of those guys are going to get a lot of action. Even Jason Witten, old, slow guy, is going to get a lot of action. Zeke's not going to get a lot. The reason why Jerry Jones laughed at Zeke, because he knows. Tony Pollard. Maybe not Tony Pollard himself, but a back like Tony Pollard is going to be the future of the Dallas Cowboys. All right? So Zeke got his big money because they need someone to hammer the nail. Because... They don't know what they have in Dak quite yet. But if they figure what out, figure out what they have in Dak within these next few weeks, you know, they see Dak is really excelling, picking up his game, and then Dak gets paid. Trust me, Zeke will be on his way out of Dallas. Not not right away, but it's gonna show. Next up, we have San Francisco versus Tampa Bay. Uh I think this is another ugly game. It's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be high scoring. It's gonna be low scoring. Um, San Francisco has really, really good skill position players. Kyle Shanahan is one hell of an offensive mind. Um, Tampa Bay. They have Bruce Arians. I'm not sold on Jameis Winston. I think he's a complete dud. Uh, he's he's not he's not an NFL quarterback anymore. He's backup duty. I honestly would rather had seen Ryan Fitzpatrick keep this job. He's dynamic. Um, James Winston is just a, a guy throwing the ball back there, causing trouble in the public. Um, the talent on the team in Tampa Bay has dwindled. Yeah, they have Mike Evans, but past Mike Evans, what do you have? San Francisco has a lot of young receivers, good young running backs still, uh, quarterback of the future. We don't know what quite, quite what Jimmy is yet, but Jimmy's going to be either Really good or really bad. And I'm leaning towards really good. So I'm taking San Francisco in that game. Next up, we got Pittsburgh and New England. Yes, I am taking Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh will win the Super Bowl this year. Trust me. We will get more into Pittsburgh as the season goes on. And as this Antonio Brown drama unfolds, Pittsburgh is laughing right now. Pittsburgh is having their feet up on the table with a cigar. Art Rooney having a drink, toasting to Mike Tomlin right now. They've gotten rid of the headache. 
Houston versus New Orleans. New Orleans is going to destroy Houston. Uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson is a very, very talented young quarterback. He's going to be an all-pro for years to come. But Bill O'Brien has to hit the dope. Hit the dope. You hear me? Hit the dope. Hit the dope. He has to go. They need a new coach. They need a GM. They need too much in Houston. J.J. Wattis on the back end of his career. Davion Clowney's out the door. Whitney Merciless is on the back end of his career. It's pretty much over for Houston on defense. Wade Phillips is gone. Ladies and gentlemen, Wade Phillips is gone. He is in L.A. Denver and Oakland. This is where the drama unfolds. Denver is going to kick Oakland's ass up and down the field. The John Gruden, Mike Mayock, Antonio Brown, Hard Knocks, and the cameras, and Twitter, and Facebook, and Instagram Live, and Facebook Live. They can't get enough of the media. Quiet old Joe Flacco. Portland Sutton, Emmanuel Sanders, Royce Freeman, Freeman Philip Lindsay, uh, Hamilton, Noah Fant. Those guys are gonna run roughshod over the Den- over the Oakland Raiders. Um, those are all the games for the week. Um, we have college football coming up to fr- Saturday. Um, Good, good prospect watching going on. We're gonna take a look at some games, try to try to evaluate some of these prospects. Um, please get back to me with your feedback. What can I do better? What what do I need to to do to get better for you guys? This is this is this is the No Huddle offense. This is the No Huddle podcast. See you.